ladies and gentlemen, friends and family around the world. It's Greg. It's Matt. And we're the bottom tier guys. Thank you so much for being here with us. This is our final episode of 2022. We are so, so thrilled that you're here with us today. Matt, how are you doing, man? I'm doing great. You know, it's it's been an amazing year. And honestly, like starting this journey with you and, and doing this podcast has been kind of a really crazy experience. Like, it really has. We did a YouTube like YouTube channel podcast and just a lot of new skills learned and a new hobby found. It's been a great year. It really has been. Mm-hmm. Um, so this episode is going to be a little bit different, everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's the last one of the year, because we're coming up on the holidays, uh, Matt and I are taking a couple of weeks off for the rest of the year. Yep. Uh, we'll be back, of course, in the beginning of January. But uh, for this episode, we really just wanted to kind of step back a little bit and sort of take a look at 2022, um, both uh, sort of in flesh and blood in general and then our uh, particular journeys as well, um, sort of getting into the hobby and exploring that and uh, and hit you with a fi- little final lessons learned for the year. Um, yeah. But so let's... Um, and let's more and a, and a little surprise. And, and, and a little Christmas yeah. bonus. Um, so let's just, uh, let's just uh, talk a little bit about... Uh, about the journey, like we we've only been in this hobby for what the last nine months or so. Has it been nine months? Something like that, yeah. Wow. Like last springtime, I think. Wow, that's crazy. Kind of mind blowing, yeah. right? Like I, I I basically like I can still see the day when I'm just sitting in my office at work and you knock on my door and you come in like, hey Greg, hey Greg, yeah, it was like, hey Greg, do you play trading card games? Like, yeah. Who do you think I, I am? I did, literally, that's like what I said. Yeah. And I pointed to a box of, you know, like several boxes of like Magic the Gathering bulk that I had in my office to play around with in my off time. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, we just started from there because you and I had worked together sort of for a little bit before that, but we had never really like sat down and talked about anything or anything like that. Like we knew enough to know that that we were, you know, sort of nerds. We were in the same species. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, but never really to like build that so this was like not only just you know the intro to the hobby but it was really the the starting step on what has become a really rich and fulfilling friendship uh yeah between you and me and i hope you feel the same way i'm sorry to put you on the spot like yeah this, no because now I, of course everybody will hear you you know try to let me down <laughs> easy uh, which is embarrassing for both of us so maybe we just lie here no but no, uh, for real like honestly like that was that was the start of us being able to hang out every single day like we would go it, i'm really that's the one thing i miss about us both working Working at the same office. Absolutely. Because there was a time when all of a sudden it was moved away. And I remember being really bummed about it because every lunch break or any opportunity we had, we were diving into flesh and blood. Before our shift started, in the middle of the day at lunch, after work, we would stay late and get a couple of games. And mm-hmm. like we were just full on jumping into this thing together. Yeah. And it was really cool to be able to do that because I feel like that helped us progress faster in the game. And then uh, eventually, like, you were like, let's just do a podcast about it. And we're like, yeah, let's let's go. I, I, I literally texted you like a month or so, I think, after we started playing. It was like, man, I kind of want to like, I, I really love this. Like, do you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Yeah, and I had podcast experience too. I think yeah. you have had too, right? Um, I've I've done like mic setup and stuff for them before, but actually mm. like being on quote yeah. unquote air a little bit new for me. Yeah. So like, yeah, I I've had experience with a couple other podcasts that. We're not well. One was kind of successful, but we had to stop because like life, <laughs> life kind of got in the way. Like so, it does. Like it does. But it was cool. I was like, yeah, you know what? That's something I've been missing in my life, and so it just it kind of aligned where we were able to do this. And I remember us picking the name. Like we were shooting a lot of crazy ideas for names. We were we were tossing some stuff back. I, I, I wish I, I had the text. Right. Yeah. I was just I was just thinking like, man, I should have pulled up the text messages to yeah. like. 
It was Pull like some of the the bottom tier prototypes. Flesh and Bros. Like I don't yeah. know. That was one. Uh, but it, it it was all sort of punny stuff like yeah. that. That was really like sort of on the nose. Um, and then of course eventually we came up with bottom tier. I forget who actually suggested. You, you suggested it. bottom tier. Did I? I actually. Oh, yeah. Man, I'm did. way smarter than I thought. Well, I, was. I like I honestly don't understand tier. Like when you said that, I was like, I have no idea. Like okay, yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't know what this is supposed to mean. You're like, cause we're on the bottom level. I was like, that makes sense. And then we went for it and like it grew like over time. I was like, this is actually a brilliant name. Like it, I wasn't so It actually is yet. pretty good. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Like the, the, the one top tier thing we do is Stay on the bottom. <laughs> yeah, exactly where we know we belong. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, and so that was incredible. We, we got into this like right after Everfest had launched. So it was kind of a good time to jump in. Yeah. Um, <laughs> dude, I, I, can, I can finally tell my story on air. I don't know if I have. Oh, like, do it. Do, uh, we, uh, we, I was addicted. I was buying tons of boxes. And oh, so tons of, you, you were buying like two or three boxes dude, like a day for a And it was there. a, se- I think it was still a secret. It's still a secret in my house a little bit, uh, <laughs> but I was Not buying anymore. boxes like quite a bit and, uh, I went to a game shop. Like, what was really cool is I got to find all these cool game shops. So I went to a different game shop that I normally do that I learned about. And I was like, oh, can I get a box of Everfest? And there's like a new guy working there. Gave me a case for the price of a box. And I came like back oh, like a bandit. Man. And I think that's what you put did. me put me back up of like, oh, I pulled the legendary, the silver palm hands. Yeah. Sold that for Arcanite Skullcap because we were like learning what these that these cards were important, and, but we had no idea how to play with them. And at the time, you had to be running Skullcap. Yep, like that was the only thing that you had in that That's slot. What everyone told me to to run, and and uh, I was playing Bolton. You were playing Chain. Oh man, the old days. Yeah. Still rocking those uh, those precon Blitz decks. Yeah, with like just one or two little tweaks in them. Yeah, I remember going to our first Armory, uh, and uh, well, your first Armory and mine too. Like they were just like. What do you need? Like, oh, you can't be playing that. Like, oh, you should be doing this. Like, what's your deck list? And everyone was just helping us. And we're just like, I have no idea. Like, literally the first match I I had in an armory was against another guy who was just like, I'm I'm not, you know, I I, I had the Blitz Precon. So I didn't have a lot of equipment. I like spell fray and stuff. He's running Azalea. So the spell fray and stuff is going to do absolutely nothing. And he's just like, do do you not have any other equipment? Like, no, not really. And he hands me like stubbies and a couple of like the Ironhide things and stuff like that. So I could gear up like just really a phenomenal experience yeah really all in all um and then of course you know somebody came along after our first match on that armory night and was like you know that card's illegal right and you're like oh snap and then we we're like oh band list we need to check that stuff out i think that was our realization that this game was competitive like real competitive because we i was showing up to the armory just to like have fun yeah and like it wasn't and which, i still do. which is good it's, it's, i still do you really yeah. ought to show up to these things to have yeah. fun but i don't think i realized until like that day and a little bit after that this game is like like you're there to win and like be competitive. Like everyone's very competitive. And it really does sort of draw that kind of person to it who really wants to like get the reps in and start to improve in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it was kind of like a total, like not like shock or anything, but, but a little bit of like a culture clash for the first couple of armories we went to, I think. Yeah. Kind of, you know, reorienting ourselves from, you know, kitchen table sort of play to, Oh God, this is for real stuff. Yeah. And it, it was interesting. Cause like, I don't, I, I personally remember when uh, the game finally clicked for me, right? Yeah. Like, I finally was like, oh, I can win now. Um, and that was when uh, we went to the same event. You and I both showed up to the pre-release uh, for Uprising yeah. a couple months later. Hell of a lot of fun. It was really cool. 
and uh, I think I pulled a ghostly touch, and I was like, oh my gosh. You I'm, did pull a ghostly touch. I was like, touch. I'm going to be playing Jemai. Yeah. And then I had no Jemai cards. I was like, I'm not going to be playing Jemai. <laughs> um, and so we're sitting there across from each other, and I think I built two decks, Icelander and Fi, and I was like, I don't want to play Fi. I'm going to play Icelander. And I lost my first two matches, and then I switched to Fi, and then I was like, oh, this hero's like ninja's a lot of fun. Like it was really good. Like yeah. if I was just like, I'm just doing stuff. And like, I actually felt like I was doing something. Cause I feel like all the other decks I was playing, uh, made me feel like I wasn't, I was just waiting the long game. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm just waiting for this power move. Right. And, uh, five was the first time I was like, Oh, I can be offensive. And I, that's when I realized you don't just have to charge up for luminous. You can actually like do yeah, something each yeah. turn. I could be super offensive. And so that's what made me like, Oh, th- I can be, like I that I think that's when I decided like I might be more of an aggro player, you know, like, <laughs> uh, like that was really fu- a lot of fun for me. And so that really clicked and made me like stoked uh, that I found like a hero that I vibed with and got on this whole. Yeah. Cause, cause it's really nice, right? right? Just to find, you know, a hero in this game who you just kind of get, mm-hmm. you don't have to put in a whole lot of like extra research and stuff to figure out the play style or the mechanics of the deck or anything. You just kind of get it. Like yeah. that's, I love that. Yeah. I love that so much. It's so good. And so, I, yeah, it just, it's a huge journey, dude. Like these nine months. Has it been really crazy. is. Like we start coming in off of Everfest with, you know, Starvo still in rotation and, right. uh, and all of that, which fortunately you and I both managed we, to miss. Yeah. Cause as soon as we got in, I think like a month later he was living legend. Yeah. But like really fast. <laughs> I think, I think, uh, I was like looking at cards and, and like, I didn't, I didn't know how to decipher the website, but I was like looking and I was like, oh, Starvo's apparently really good. I should probably get on that. You, we were in my office again and we were looking at the list of heroes and you were just like, well, I've heard Starvo is really good. And I opened him up and I look at the hero ability and I, and I said something like, Matt, I have no idea what any of this does, but this seems really broken. Yeah. And I was like, this, I guess it's really good. Let's, we should try to find that. And then no one in our local meta played it. And then it was Living Legend. And I was like, that's when we had the realization like, oh, heroes won't last forever. And then the whole rate, like, also this year, like, we joined at the right year because this is the year where, like, live events was huge. So oh, we was, hit it. So yeah, we absolutely. not even we not even saw Starvo get Living Legend, but we got to watch, like, Prism and Chain get Living Legend, yeah, too. Yeah, we did. Which was um, huge. We got to participate in that a little bit, and it was a hell of a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, but, like, just the, the evolution of the game along with kind of our journey along it has been a really interesting parallel to sort of look at. Yeah. Um, because, you know, as things are changing, you know... It, Overall, in the meta with LGS and with the game itself, that sort of influences, I guess, where we go on it. Like, if we take the chain thing, for example, I found chain really early, really fell in love with him, and then he got LL'd out of CC, and I went on this whole like side odyssey yeah. of trying to figure out who the hell I was going to replace him with, um, which was just a really fun like month and a half, I think. Yeah, it just, was. Like, it was interesting. At things, it yeah. was. It was an adventure. It's really interesting because, like, every hero plays so unique that there you can't duplicate the feeling you have with each hero. Yeah, exactly. So, like, chain is super interesting because you can go so wide and, like, um, even if you're not producing a lot on your turn, like, you feel like you're doing so much because it's like I move this action, I got this, happening. I'm upkeeping like my this. Yeah, it's. It chains a like really cool and makes your mind work a lot of different ways. And I'm sad. I kind of miss jumping on the chain board. Cause I was just like, Oh, well I guess I'll never get to play chain or like, <laughs> you know, but the legal and blitz and commoner. I have not made a chain commoner deck. I don't know. Honestly, why. He, don't know he, why he's not that great in commoner. 
don't say that to Jamie, you know? No, I've said that to Jamie before. And Jamie has affixed me with a look so venomous. <laughs> I could feel the skin of my face peeling off. It was yeah. terrifying. Yeah. That's a man who loves his room blades. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you did find your next hero. I did. Yeah. Eventually. Yeah. Uh, and kind of a good story here too. Just went to an armory one night. Didn't have a deck or anything. It was like a total last minute thing. Um, one that I don't usually go to most of the time. Um, and one of the guys in the community, Jim, shout out to Jim. He's been on the show once or twice before, um, had, uh, had his Oldham deck just like ready to go. And he was good enough to let me borrow it. And that night I discovered that I actually really like playing yeah. control. And we kind of had a little, we had a little, like you had a little aha too. We were playing matches. I think before we recorded a podcast, I don't know why we were playing so many matches on one day. I think you wanted to get some games in. Yeah. Before we recorded. And we, I was like, oh, I made an old him and a Bravo deck. Let's just do a Guardian battle with Commoner. Yeah. And you were like, this is actually, I actually think I might like Guardian. Yeah. Like and just, just being able to like slow down for a second and outside of like an armory space or something where that, where there was that competitive edge. Yeah. To be able to slow down for a minute and really like think through the synergies and the lines and everything. Like that's when it all kind of started to click for me. And I realized like, ah, cool. I, I'm happy to block with two things out of my hand, pitch a blue and then play something big. Like, yeah, that works for me. Or pitch your whole hand and play something or giant. Pitch yeah. your whole hand and play something giant. Let's, yeah. let's get the pulverize in here. Let's go. Um, so yeah, so like just really, just a really fascinating journey kind of in the, in, in that microcosm almost just, you know, the hunt to find how you're going to play the game, um, is kind of the overall journey, you know, writ small, right? Like yeah. we started out, didn't have any idea what we were doing, could barely read the cards, figured it out over the first couple of matches and our, our first match against each other. We were both playing the Ira welcome and we deck. Had no idea how we Ninja had worked. zero idea yeah. how Ninja worked. I didn't pull off a combo. Uh, we didn't really understand go again at that point. So we, we thought I was like combo go. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. This is, this is weird, confusing. And I don't like it. Yeah. Basically. Um, but we kept with it and we kept going in from there, we grew and evolved, and we learned our decks, and we learned the decks around us, and we continued to find the things that worked for us. So, like, really, like, that's the journey, right, is starting off from, I mean, basically nowhere, and then evolving not into, you know, just better players, but I think... Uh, know better people as we've been through this as we've made the connections with other people as we've yeah. built the connection between ourselves and put our energy into this and like the youtube channel and everything um i think that it's really like i don't know for you and i don't mean to put words no, in yeah, or anything You're but um eloquently said yeah. but but this whole thing has just been has just been really kind of kind of a salve for me to be honest with you it's, it's been kind of a rough couple of years mm -hmm. as i'm sure everybody's experienced um, but a lot of stuff going on personally in life and everything, a lot of change, a lot of upheaval and having something like this that I, I could fall back into and having somebody here with me yeah. who was along for the ride with me and we could, you know, bond over a mutual thing and really, you know, delve into it together. Like that's been enormously helpful for me this year. Yeah. So I haven't said it before and I don't, I, I'm probably never going to say it enough, but thank you for being there for me, Matt. I, I really appreciate you. Oh, Greg, uh, uh, I love you too, and I love you too. Yeah, I'm, I'm I mean, grateful basically, for this. Yeah. I love you, man. Yeah, I love you. Like it's just like honestly, like having this every single week is is something I really look forward to. And sometimes we show up, we don't really have much to say, but we always find something really awesome to say. And like I, I'm really proud of like the things we've been able to build and the friendship that's been able to come out of it. And literally, like honestly, like 
it's kind of interesting when you get into a creative space in general, yeah. especially like now, like without video editing and stuff like that, I don't think I would have been able to find different pa- passions too. Like this card game has led to like building a community and like making more friends than what I like currently had. And, and, it, I'm excited and it like literally that. led you into a new job. job. Yeah. And so like now I video edit for a living, which is totally like, wouldn't have had those skills without yeah, just, doing just videos. Based so. off of the low tier stuff that we put out on our YouTube channel. Yeah, they were is, like, you got it. Which is incredible like, to me. Sweet. But yeah. it really just goes to, to speak everybody as to how good Matt actually is at this. <laughs> yeah. So, I, yeah, it it really does. Like, this means a lot to me. And I'm excited to see where we go. Like, from here. Like, next year we have big plans. But also, like, something I've learned. Like, a skill set that you have that I don't. As I, like, I go, like. 300 miles per hour for some reason. Yeah. I don't mean to. I'm just like, ah! like it, I just start screaming and going. That accurate. Yeah. <laughs> You've done the, you did that 15 minutes ago, yeah. as a matter of fact. It was like, oh, and I, I can't <laughs> slow down. And something that was great about you was you were actually like kind of not um, pulling me back sounds bad, but like you were actually kind grounding. of being like grounding. There you go. You were like, hey, we don't need to do a video a day. That seems very <laughs> overzealous. It's like, no, we need to do three videos a week, man. And it all also right, was like, buddy. I mean, you're the one editing. Them. And I was like, yeah, I can't do this. Like, as you can see, we were just like, and then kind of down, like it, it, content creation is super interesting. And so I'm excited to be able to set our goals for, for new years and kind of be like, all right, we are going to make sure we have something out every week, but it also doesn't need to be 20 videos a week. You know, it just, or like we got our, we got our podcast every week and we can do another video every week and be able to grow from there. And see where it goes. Exactly. For that, exactly. So. And then, like, on the flip side, like, I tend to be way cautious. Like, I hold back yeah. quite a bit. Like, I'm very slow moving when I have my druthers about it. So it's it's been really phenomenal that you've been here to kind of, like, pull me along, to kind of provide a little bit more of that, like, urgency almost. Yeah. Um, instead of me just sitting, you know, on the ground for 45 days going, I'm not sure about this yet. I'm not sure about this yet. Wait. Wait. And I'm just like, let's go. Right? So yeah. it's like, I, I, I feel like not only not, are, are we actually, like, good friends, we actually, like, have good chemistry together we complement each other in a lot yeah. of different ways so i'm just i'm just absolutely tickled pinker than i normally am <laughs> to uh <laughs> to be here with you and to continue going on uh, uh down this particular path um that's which that's what this is all about right and this yeah, exactly and i know the segue you're just about to say which leads us to yeah. our lessons learned to our lessons learned it's our recurring segment everybody um, the last one of the year the last one of the year so we wanted to to do a little something special um we talked a little bit about this before we actually stepped into our recording room um but we kind of have the same lesson learned this week um matt do you want to drop it on us man i now, I got, now I have to remember it. no uh the lesson <laughs> the lesson learned is the is literally like the community that you build around yourself is literally the, the lesson here is like, as you get into these games and you start going to armories or even if you play online um, and meet other people that way, you're building a community that honestly, and also like this podcast, like everything we've been talking about, the community that we build honestly is turns into like this family and something that you want to be able to continue to nourish and build friendships off us and go like no matter what happens in flesh and blood, if you're here forever and you're like, I'm going to be Mr. Competitive and make a million dollars, <laughs> right? Uh, Michael Hamilton. Yeah. You have a community that you're probably going to have lifelong friendships from it. Like this is a steeple moment where forever 
you and I are going to be friends pretty much for the rest of our lives because oh, of I'm pretty much sure of that what yeah. we're what we're making here exactly like, will never go away you know? exactly and like that that kind of gets down to um <clears throat> back in one of our very first episodes like the first or the second yeah one, um i put it as you know we're here to be a resource for the people who are you know here a little bit more casually who, who are just here to be buddies be nerds together yep. in a card game um and like of all the lessons that we've learned over this la- over this last year or so um like we've talked about mechanical stuff we've talked about you know, the personal outlook stuff we've talked about meta and like the whole nine, yeah. but really the thing that I at least keep coming back to, and I think you do too, um, is that none of that would matter. None of it would actually have an impact if it weren't for the excellent people that we're lucky enough to be surrounded by. Absolutely. Um, we've had a number of them on the show with us. I'm hoping that in this next year, we'll be able to encourage a few more to get on uh, as more of a, like a semi-regular yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, but uh, but the community is what makes it, um, and what really sets flesh and blood apart from a lot of other like fairly competitive games and stuff people can get in, is that ultimately th- there's very little of that sort of toxicity that you see in a lot of things. There's no like eleven year olds you know screaming about doing terrible things to your mother or anything <laughs> like that. We're, we're all genuinely like here to support one another, to see one another succeed, and to help out on that journey whether it's cards or whether it's you know we need to make sure to invite this guy to this thing because he's lonely or whether it's uh you know you're moving okay look, we're gonna have a, a going away party for you shout out to you marshall hope you're doing great in japan yeah yeah that uh, was a great i was gonna bring that up that was like a huge lesson of like yeah what a community can do is like someone who's been here teaching people for a long period of time marshall like had to move somewhere where we're probably like a lot of people may not see him physically again, or he'll come or, back and visit or at least not for a while. For a while yeah, right? he's he's not he's not the the fixture that he was. Yeah, and so it was just really cool to be able to see the community like come storms ablazing. Like, oh, we got cake, we got pizza, we got we got a mat to sign, and a ton of people showed just, like people who don't always show up to things. Me, there were a couple of others that were there. Um, who aren't always there, they came out to support their friend on this yeah. new chapter of his life. And that's just an absolutely beautiful thing to behold. Yeah. And it's only something you can get in a hobby like like this. And if you're here being like, man, like I want to learn about flesh and blood and stuff, like this is a, like you're probably familiar with it too with whatever hobby you're into. Like it, just building a community around the things that you like creates these friendships that last for a very long time. So It really does. Yeah. So with that, everybody, I think we've basically concluded our regular episode, but we do have one more special treat for you. Uh, Matt and I, uh, because we are possessed of a massive amount of hubris, uh, decided that uh, because because it's the holiday season, because we wanted to do something a little bit special for this last one, that we would would adapt uh, a little narrative piece for everybody. Um, so we took uh, we took the timeless classic "Twas the Night Before Christmas," uh, and we sort of rewrote it to uh, to be a little bit more wraithy. So uh, we both have it pulled up here. Matt, do you want to start us off, or do you want me to go? Yes, we'll we'll let here right here. The music's gonna fade in, so just listen. We got some sound effects. "Twas the night before Wraithmas, and all through the night, our heroes lay in rest for tomorrow. They fight." Azalea has her bow tucked up under her bed, while her shitty Xmas stockings hang drying over her head. Normally, Wraithmas would be for celebration, 
but war has been raging, no time for relaxation. Sir Bolton is awake making plans for the morrow, for the war against evil has caused him much sorrow. A war was waging between shadow and light, as heroes chose sides in the ongoing fight. None among them knew what would come, yet all were assured the fight would be done. Once the sun broke the sky with its rays, would the forces meet on the most blessed of days? The mysterious figure walks across the sands, nobody still alive with knowledge of his plans. The contracts are signed and the pieces in place, Arachne will not hesitate to stab them in the face. Leviah shouts as her companion has fallen, for Chain has been slaughtered before beginning his rebellion. Light has won for only a short time, but a plot against Briar is soon to unwind. Wraithness can continue with all of its joys, as the heroes can relax and play with their toys. The heroes of Wraith gather in unity, for this card game, to us, is our community. Mary Wraithmas, from the bottom tier, we hope that you continue to join us next year. And for the final time in 2022, everyone, I'm Greg. And I'm Matt. And we hope that you have a wonderful, safe, and joyful holiday season. We'll see you all next year. Ho, 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 ho.